What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again today in the studio. Super excited to be back with you guys today talking all things FCS. Today will be a very interesting one where we are going to learn a lot about uh, some things that I saw, uh, some things that I'm excited about going forward, and uh, more importantly, uh, what transpired over this last weekend. I want to start off with uh, the University of North Dakota. Uh, a couple... Well, last year, uh, I was able to go up to uh, Weber State University. I was able to see North Dakota play live. I was able to meet Coach Danny Freund. We've had him twice on our podcast, and he was absolutely amazing. He is a, a wonderful uh, offensive coordinator and really uh, getting these guys going and playing the way they are. I was really impressed with the way they handled themselves against uh, Weber State last year, and this year they are absolutely killing it. Uh, I think that uh, you know this win over South Dakota uh, is really separating them uh, from the rest of the FCS. You got to understand this Go around this FCS go around. We only have 16, uh, 16 teams that are going to be making the playoffs instead of the usual 24. Uh, each one we have eight automatic bids, I believe, and then you're going to have eight bids that are not automatic. And so that win that North Dakota has, it gives them cushion. South Dakota State, they beat them, honestly. I think they are a lock for the playoffs uh, with just those few wins. Now they have a couple of teams upcoming that they're going to have to take care of, North Dakota State, for example. But beating another ranked team at, versus South Dakota, they've now taken care of SIU, uh, taking care of South Dakota and South Dakota State. This is a very, very good football team, and uh, you'll see later on why I have them ranked the way they are. Also, bouncing around the rest of the league, another big one, UC Davis went on the road, was actually trailing at one point against Idaho, came back, won 27-17, which was a big one. Another one that uh, not is, well, is getting a little bit more publicity is James Madison barely beating Elon 20-17. They were down 14-3 at half, 14-6 at the end of the third. They scored two touchdowns at the end and was able to seal it up. So you got to understand, uh, if you each get one automatic bid, the most you might get for one conference, two, maybe in the CAA, Big Sky, and uh, the Missouri Valley, you might get three. Uh, it would really depend on how everyone else is playing. The SoCon is really competitive. The the I mean, there's a lot of other teams that are very competitive, the or conferences that are competitive, that are going to make a push at these things. Uh, but anyway, that was a big one. James Madison, I don't know where they're at so far. They've had a fairly uh, easy schedule. Uh, I mean, as far as, you know, that goes. Uh, they... They're still, I mean, we're talking about the CAA where last year they got a ton of people into the playoffs. Uh, Delaware undefeated right now. They were able to get a win. Albany was able to get a win. Villanova was able to get a win. Stony Brook, New Hampshire, still super good teams. And Rhode Island sitting just barely outside. Uh, 
So James Madison has beaten Moorhead, Robert Morris, and Elond. They're taking uh, their game was canceled this week, I believe, and they said they'll be making it up at a later date. So it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. Uh, I would really like to see them. Uh, I would really like to see. W- really who the James Madison Dukes are. Uh, the two best teams that I've watched personally, Weaver State and North Dakota. And I'm, and I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible because I like these these coaches. And, you know, I've, I've seen them, but I've watched a lot of football, uh, you know, and I really see them. SIU is a really good team. Uh, I saw Chattanooga battle against the Citadel. They're kind of up and coming. Northern Iowa, despite the loss against South Dakota State, they're sitting there. Nickel State, uh, you know, was put up against some adversity on the road this week. They were able to win, uh, and then obviously we, you know, we got Albany was able to to win twenty four to twenty. New Hampshire kind of made a run at them at the end. We have a lot of very very talented teams that. I just can't wait to see what happens. Uh, for example, on Sunday, Murray State knocks off SEMO 24-21. Kind of a crazy fourth quarter was absolutely a, a crazy game. Uh, Dixie State, I got to throw out my alma mater. Uh, they played extremely well against New Mexico State. Uh, scored a touchdown in every single quarter. However, they, they gave up a lot. Uh, well, I believe it was in the last 40 seconds a touchdown. That was an FBS team. Dixie State kind of coming on last week after they beat Tarleton. So looking forward to this week, we've got some very, very interesting games. Barring that, that any of them get uh, canceled or anything, I haven't heard uh, of any such things outside of the James Madison one being postponed. It's going to be interesting to see what happens uh, going forward. Like I said, with 16 teams, it can be very, very difficult. I think this Cal Poly team, uh, they haven't played yet. I'm really interested to see how they play. Uh, I'm really interested to see kind of where we're going to get a hierarchy. You realize that we got 16. Uh, I believe the championship is in May. The, 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 the national championship is in May. And then we're turning around in August and we're getting going again. So is this going to be kind of a tune-up? For next season, we're going to see a lot of things. I know Charleston Southern is kind of a is a is a more of a favorite uh, out of the Big South as well. They're taking on Keenishaw next week. Uh, we have some a big game with Northern Iowa and Southern Illinois. Uh, both teams are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. I don't think people realize that it's just sixteen. We're used to the twenty four. We're used to having you know five teams out of the CAA get in. Or five out of the Missouri Valley get in. When you shrink the field, I think it's going to provide for a lot better football uh, and for our FCS fans around uh, the nation. So this has been the first part. I know that it has been it's been a ton of fun. I'm excited to bring you guys this podcast. We're going to be taking a break now. We're going to be going over the top fifteen. Maybe throw out a couple of names out of the 25. Uh, It obviously needs to be amended because I do it on Saturday. But from Saturday to Saturday is kind of how I roll. I like to to take in all the games. I know that the OVC is playing on Sundays now. But I like to take it kind of in a little bit step by step. 
Gotta love it. And uh, and then we're going to be giving out uh, a couple of predictions for the rest of the week. Uh, we do this on the FBS podcast. Uh, I love the betting lines. I, I think sports gambling is going forward in America, and I think it, 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 it enhances it. So I love talking about plus minus. I love talking about over and unders. So we might throw a little bit of that as far as the FCS goes. So stay tuned after the break. We'll be bringing you back top 15 going forward. Let's keep this ball rolling. All right, we are back after that awesome uh, sponsorship that we here have at Anchor. Uh, really excited to talk about our, our top 15. Uh, if you want the full top 25, you're going to have to go online, go on to Twitter and see it at Get Rolling 19. If I had an FCS vote, I try to stay to top 15 just over what I think has happened and uh, where we're going to be moving going forward. Uh, number one, uh, I think that it, it provides me a way to, to kind of see where everyone's stacking up. Uh, and then also, like I said, top, well, we should really do 16. We're going to do top 16 today. Obviously, this is not going to be who is going to be going to the playoffs because not everyone's going to be in the top 16. But we're going to be kind of getting that number drilled in your head for the uh, 2021 spring season. So starting at number 16, we have the UC Davis Aggies. Nice win over Idaho. Had to drop Idaho down to 19. Had them a little high last week just because of teams that have played. Uh, we're going to watch them, how they compete against NAU. Looks like they're going to probably be a bottom uh, top 25 team, though, this year. UC Davis in at 16, taking on Weaver State uh, this coming week. Number 15, we have the Sam Houston State Bearcats. Uh, they have a very uh, interesting game this week. I'm excited to watch uh, them play uh or upcoming, uh, I know that they're going to be playing Nichols uh, very, very soon. I'm going to be excited to watch that game. Uh, yes, this next week, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time in Huntsville, Texas. Going to be really, I mean, this is going to be for, honestly, what I think is the South, Southland title, even though I believe Incarnate Word is playing good UIW, but this is for all of the marbles, as they say. Coming in at 14, I have Jacksonville State, uh, the Gamecocks. They look, uh, with the loss that SEMO had, it looks like they are uh, kind of separating themselves from the OVC. Murray State has a chance to catch them. Uh, I believe that we're still going to have a little bit of chaos because I think UT Martin is still a really good football team, but it looks like we're going to they're going to be sitting at 14 with an obvious chance to go up. Coming in at 13, we have the Blue Hens of Delaware. Had a really good game this last week. I was impressed. Put him at 13. Number 12, which is needs to be later uh, modified, is SEMO uh, with their loss against Murray State. Like I said, I, I released this on Saturday. I had them higher. Luckily, they weren't in my top 10, right? But uh, the number 12, dropping them. I actually have the Racers in at 25. So it's going to be interesting that uh, they're sitting there while SEMO uh, was 12. That was kind of an upset. I'm going to be moving Murray State up uh, because I think Murray State is legit this year. Coming in at number 11, we have the Great Danes of Albany. Big time win. Uh, again, they're going to have to beat out James Madison or Villanova, I believe, to be able to have a shot. Jan uh, Jeff Undercoupler is 
an absolute baller at quarterback. Be sure to tune in to watch some Greg Danes games. Uh, they are a really good football team. Someone to watch, not only this spring, but in the coming fall. Number 10, we have Keenashaw State, the Owls. Uh, they did not play this week. I had to drop them down because of that. I still think they are a good team. They're a very unique team. We're on a very unique style of offense. I believe 10 is a good spot. Coming in at number 9, we have the UNI Panthers. Uh, they were able to, you know, they they love playing. Just a hard-nosed, fought-out game, uh, defensive game. They were able to beat Illinois State uh, in Grand in Cedar Rapids this last weekend. Number eight, we have Nickel State. Like I said, uh, uh, you know, as far as these next week matchups go, we have the eight versus the fifteen team. We're going to see who kind of separates themselves out of the Southland. We also have Southeast Louisiana that's still kind of hanging around in McNeese. Uh, but I believe these two are kind of the clear front runners for the title in the Southland. Number seven, I have NDSU, North Dakota State. Normally, you just throw them in at number one and completely forget about it. But they haven't been convincing. I need to be convinced. I know that Trey Lance has moved on, and it might take until the fall to get back to NDSU domination. But I believe uh, number seven is where I need to put them. Coming in at number six, we have uh, the Salukis of SIU. We need to see how they play against South Dakota State. Uh, I think that is going to be a really big telling game. And this week, they're playing Northern Iowa. If they're able to win, now they are at home, against Northern Iowa, that kind of kicks Northern Iowa down a notch. We're going to be looking, I mean, they're going to be, uh, you know, really probably first four in, last four out type scenario uh, when the seeding comes out because if SIU can get this win, uh, their only loss is against the Fighting Hawks who is further up and uh, they have a win against North Dakota State so they're going to be primed to be in the final 16. Coming in at number 5 I have Villanova. They were a really good team last year. Brought a lot back. They looked really good on Saturday. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. I can't wait to see how them and James Madison kind of shake out the CAA with Albany within striking distance. Coming in at number four, I have James Madison. I don't know who this team is. Struggling against Elon. Uh, this week's game has been postponed against William & Mary. We're waiting for further confirmation on what the CAA is going to do. But very interesting there. The Dukes, a really good team. They are number one in the stats um, FCS poll, but I'm going off what I see week by week, and if I think you're better one week, I'm going to push you up. If I think that you didn't deserve that ranking, I'm going to pull you down. Number three, we have the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. Like I said, they've been really impressive. Their only loss coming to the hands of the Fighting Hawks of North Dakota. So they need to put down, I mean, they got to they gotta beat SIU, they've already beat you and I, so they're looking uh, really primed at that number two spot. And, of course, they have to still play North Dakota State uh, going forward. So, uh, you know, the Missouri Valley is going to be a crazy, crazy finish. Coming in at number two, even though they didn't play, I still think this is the best team. Uh, well, one of the best teams in the nation. They were my number one team last week. They didn't play, moved them down a spot. We were State Wildcats. Jay Hill has them playing absolutely phenomenal. We have another top 25 ranking. 
And them playing at home against UC Davis, home opener for the Weaver State Wildcats. I think they're going to roll. Uh, they're really going to show that they are the cream of the crop in the big sky with Montana and Montana State being out. And then finally, number one, we have North Dakota Fighting Hawks. I believe they deserve this ranking. Uh, they are playing Western Illinois this next week. So unless Weaver State is just absolutely outstanding, I believe that they will retain their number one. Or if North Dakota State loses or if they make it close... And um, going forward, man, I have been extremely impressed with North Dakota uh, this year. We have some other in the rest of the top 25. You can go on and look. Like I said, normally we have a top 20. Uh, usually it's 24 is what I do in a regular season. But this year, uh, we're only going to do top 16. If you want the bottom, uh, the other ones, uh, then you're going to have to go on, look at Twitter. Let me know. Comment, like, rate, review. Just let us know how we're doing. Uh going forward and with these votes if we had one all right now after our rankings we're going to be sending it off uh really excited about uh you know everything that we have going forward uh i think that uh, you know, th this is, I mean, this is one of the best times of the year. We've got March Madness firing up. Uh, and then we also have, uh, you know, a spring football. And not a lot of people, I, I mean, everyone, all the reception I've been able to find is that it is an awesome uh, thing to have. I love being able to watch the FCS. I am a lot more passionate about the FCS uh, because when I go big macro uh, theories, I'm like, uh, the FBS is a little bit easier, but I do like watching the FCS and everything that uh, they have, you know, rocking with them. I'm just, I'm just really impressed with everything. So, you know, this week, I think we're going to have a lot of really interesting games. I think we're going to be able to kind of round out our top 25 a little bit better. Uh, I think... Uh, you know, a lot of these, these other teams, you know, Pioneer League, uh, the, they're all kind of firing up. They're all starting to get going. Uh, this next week, uh, where I'm going to be able to talk about them, the Patriot League, uh, a lot of these teams, you know, we, we haven't been able to, we haven't been afforded the opportunity to talk about them because they have not played yet. So we're going to see a couple new teams, uh, you know, Holy Cross, they're kind of, uh, you know, a team to be watching. Colgate, will they be able to rebound? We have a lot of interesting storylines going forward. Monmouth, uh, their first game against Robert Morris kind of firing up here this next week. Now, I'm going to make a couple of, of just, you know, off of our rankings. Uh, I believe that our, uh, top, well, I'll say top five will remain intact, uh, unless, you know, North Dakota Weaver State, South Dakota State, or Nova really either impress me or don't play as well, they're probably going to stay relatively the same. Unless Weaver State, you know, dominates UC Davis, wins 47 nothing, then I could put them in at number one. If I see that, uh, you know, you and I ends up beating SIU, we're going to have a switch there. Uh, what happens with North Dakota State kind of getting, uh, you know, Illinois State has been playing them. Uh, they played them twice last year, uh, lost to them both times. So it'll be interesting to see uh, that dynamic. Nichols, uh, if they lose, obviously they'll go down. Sam Houston State would go 
up. Uh, really interesting to see these kinds of, of games and how they're going to play out. We're going to see a new look at Austin P. Now, that's going to be next Sunday against SEMO. Uh, Austin P. they played in the spring and then they, or in the fall. They're also playing again in the spring. They were the OVC champs last last year. Uh, see where UT Martin, they did beat Eastern Illinois last week. Are they going to be able to uh, beat Jacksonville State? We're going to kind of see where the OVC, we need to, we're kind of establishing uh, a hierarchy uh, going forward uh, as far as the standings go. Like I said, I'm really excited uh, to see where where these teams are going to be playing how it all how it all kind of you know shakes out. I believe that uh, the top 15 is going to look different. I think the top five will stay relatively the same. Like I said, I might move Nova up, James Madison down, something you know simple like that. I will say that if I had uh, a game of the week, it will definitely be the Nickel State Sam Houston game or U and I SIU game. Definitely tune into those games. They're going to be Saturday, uh, you know, mid to li- well morning, late morning. Early afternoon. Uh, again, really excited. Happy to be here uh, with you guys. Happy to give my analysis going forward. Once when we, you know, once when we get two or three more games, I think we're gonna have a really good idea of what the field is going to be looking like. We're gonna make our prediction uh, once when we get ready for prediction Sunday, and uh, you know, we're just gonna continue to provide you guys. FCS coverage uh, here at Get the Ball Rolling. I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, be sure to like, subscribe, tell your family, tell your friends. Until next time, stay safe and let's keep this ball rolling.